Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Greetings, professional paranormal investigators and eliminators, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Podcast for the week of April 8th, 2019. This week on the show, print may be dead, but indeed, physical media is still hanging on, and the 35th anniversary Blu-ray edition is on the way of Ghostbusters, with a few bonus content surprises. We'll also be talking about the latest casting information on Ghostbusters 2020, and we'll be talking about the IDW one-shot for the anniversary. It's a packed one. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! It was a joke. What I liked most is that the joke worked. More than a few people expressed that they'd started to hit play and then they like were confused <laughs> as to what was going on. What and that's that? all we wanted. Yeah. I that's that was what, like the 20 seconds at the beginning was all I wanted of like That's that was really the bulk of the joke. Did Troy upload the wrong file? <laughs> is my player yeah. broken? What? Huh? And even though I like at the very beginning, I I put in the um, uh, y- you know, the test pattern off the air, uh, just that little bit of a hint of something was different. Um, uh, it still it it I I caught myself because I listened to ours back on QC while I was you know driving up uh, to to this thing that I'm shooting, and then uh, and then. On the way back, another episode started of Yes, Have Some, you know, in my playlist. And I was like, oh, it's restarting the same. Oh, no, nope, that's the real deal. That's no, the real that's thing. Uh huh. Yeah, there was that. Anyway, but. So, at any rate, yeah. Uh, Frankly, yeah. what we made was uh, a 30 second joke <laughs> that took an hour and a half. <laughs> Followed by a substandard episode of our own show. <laughs> not not content wise, but sound quality. Sound quality. Wise. Yeah. Well, and then the, the, then the funny thing too was uh, the response that we got from everybody that was like, "Oh, I can't. I'm so glad you guys mentioned what we do in shadows." And uh, like all the people that chimed in uh, because we were talking about these things that we never really get to talk about that much, but we still kind of do that. I don't know. It wasn't. Well, that's our. We apologize the for the opi- opening preamble, but that's what the yeah. preamble's about. And frankly, any excuse to cross talk during an episode, we do. Yeah, so. totally. Uh, anyway, are we recording? Is this the opening? This I'm sure. on my best behavior, so yeah, I, I will use this. Hi, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for everybody's feedback on our our April, April Fools', Fools. Uh, joke last week. I, we I, gotcha. I, I was a little worried. I didn't want uh, Craig, Abby, and Jake to think we were poking fun at them in a bad way. It was just it was playful fun, and and they seemed to take the joke uh, in stride. So uh, thanks, thanks everybody for for your feedback and of course thank you yes. to the yes have some podcast for just being delightful all the time and 
for being so damn nice. For letting us play. Yeah, just just letting us do something different. Um, but uh, but and, to, and to everybody upset that that uh, Jake doesn't sound that way. No, of course he doesn't. That was no, that. Wait, well, yeah, that was that was kind of the joke. That was so. kind of the joke. Is that you know Jake Jake does sound differently from from Craig and Abby because he he dials in. Uh, but but it's it is there's there is a noticeable difference, and so. I, I tried as hard as I could to replicate whatever it is that Jake does, and uh, and I couldn't do it. So then we just really leaned into the fact that you were calling from like outer space or something. <laughs> like, uh, for something they 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 just it just is what it is for them. Took you uh, ages of fiddling in a sound program, and in my own lazy way, it it was me. Dropping my Apple uh, headphone mic into a mug, <laughs> it was, yeah. an empty mug. Just trying to get, trying to figure out whatever it was. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> we, lo- you, we love you, you Jake. <laughs> Jake took it really well too. He's like, I love you guys. And I'm like, I, I know, man. I'm sorry. I don't want you to think that we're we're making no. fun. Of you. Uh, no, we were, I, it was it was genuine. We were trying to recreate how you sound, and it just did. Oh, didn't. we tried. So we just made you, it. You went crazier. the beep boop beep boop boop high tech way, and I went old school foley. You went the yeah, drop it into a, a can. Um, <laughs> but uh, so. and we got nowhere near it. No. But that just to me made it even funnier. Yeah, so. exactly. Just it sounded. That. And then and Kelly's Kelly's comment too is like, "Do I sound too mean? Like, was I way too mean at the beginning of that?" I was like, "No, I mean." Nah. It, it was. It played into the joke that you don't have time for this and. <laughs> You boys have fun doing whatever the hell you do. I don't care. I got to get out of here. Uh, and uh, it was it was pretty fun. But anyway, I so. think it, I think it should be pointed out that the fact that people are complaining that we did Jake wrong only only proves the point that we achieved what we wanted, which was to that people were supposed to think that I was making fun of, of yeah. Jake. Well, we, we made calling. you appreciate uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the source that's, material that's of the our bonus. parody more. <laughs> I had a friend who was like, are you going to do that next week? I'm like, no. He's like, no. good. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny this week. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, we're back to our normal normal format, normal you and me, uh, and uh, we, yeah. we had our fun for April Fool's Day. But And it's kind of wonderful because we have – some some pretty pretty awesome news that we're going to be talking about here. Um, oh, yeah. I'm still kind of in shock and pinching myself from from the news that we're going to be talking about. But uh, mm-hmm. but before we do that, let's let's still continue to lean into our yes, have some uh, fun. I, sure. I, the Jim Jarmusch trailer that everybody thought was an April Fool's joke, but actually isn't. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it got announced ages ago. And word of it came out months ago, and the buzz in the last couple of weeks has been high. So when it came out, I knew it was real. But yeah, the 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 trick was is just in the way the internet works and all that. It the news didn't make it out to everybody prior to now that this was a thing that was happening. So yeah, a lot of people went, "Is this a joke?" But no, it's um, yeah, it's coffee and cigarettes the zombie apocalypse it's gonna <laughs> it really be awesome is. and and the the amount of people and i mean obviously we're talking about it because it's it's bill murray and of course the subject uh-huh. matter is is near and dear to our heart but so uh, the movie's called the dead don't die uh, just for the record if you haven't seen the trailer and jim jarmusch frequent collaborator of bill murray so that's probably where the bill murray ties come in but there's like i, I mean it's uh steve buscemi uh, uh adam driver adam driver Danny that's Glover. his partner Danny Glover's in it. Uh, Chloe Sevengi, Sevengi, uh, Sevengi. 
Uh, so let's see. Selena Gomez, uh, Riza is in there, of course. Well, yeah, because it's yeah, it's Jarmusch, obviously. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, <laughs> Tom Waits. I, I had a buddy who was like, Tom Waits isn't so much an actor as he's <laughs> just a crazy guy that kind of wanders onto sets in Hollywood. And I said, this movie is not going to disabuse you of that motion because he is literally playing the crazy guy in the woods on the edge of town. Um, uh, who else? There's a whole bunch of people. Uh, in it. I'm trying to, was it, was it Carol Kane? I should have pulled it up. Carol before. Kane's oh, it in was it. Carol Kane. Yeah. yeah there, I knew there was somebody big like that, but, uh, it's a, it's a big long list uh, of names, uh, you know, big and small. And in you this know, thing. it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be formulaic. It's not going to be cookie cutter. It's going to be kind of, uh, left of center because it's Jarmusch. Um, so man, I'm excited about this movie and I didn't know it existed <laughs> yeah. until April fool's day, which is very funny. <laughs> Oh, you you did not hear I, of it. I did ah, not know. I, I thought that this was the most elaborate thing that had ever been done because there was an IMDb page for it and there were photos and I know, and right? Then, uh, here's a trailer the, and I go, what? Hockham's <laughs> razor has to be applied. Like, what's simpler that this is a, a movie we just well, hadn't heard about, or that this I is the mean, most elaborate April Fool's Day joke well, we, ever? We live in a world where there was a fake Crocodile yeah. Dundee movie now, so well, that's true. I, you know, I I, I it uh, the market machine you can't uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to it because what i like is that what they they went with the one it's a good joke and it's a it's not really uh, it hasn't really been used much in zombie movies it's have everybody because it had all the cops running around was this a wild animal attack what do you think it was and Adam driver's like I'm gonna have to say a zombie, uh, a zombie attack. <laughs> it's the like, like it's the thing that never happens in horror movies. Yeah. It's the one one person goes, you know what I think it is werewolves. Yeah, what? 100% what are you werewolves. Talking? Yeah, <laughs> this is 100% Dracula attack. <laughs> um, so I'm, I yeah, um, I'm looking forward. Yeah, to it. I'm excited. Uh, lots of good movies, lots of good stuff coming out, and that's why yep. we NVR yes have some friends because they get to talk about all of those. But we, I know, we friends of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Podcast, we are here to talk about Ghostbusters, and that is what we shall do this week, uh, because uh, there's there's fun stuff to to talk about. Uh, uh-huh. Good news, good news that we're actually involved in for a uh-huh. weird change. I would like to drive home the fact that this week, because. Um, you've been, you've been working, uh, lately on something that's uh, a couple of times you've been, uh, uh, a little busy and (laughs) you let the monkey play with the rundown. (laughs) Uh, and this time I was kind of prepping just in case, cause, uh, I I hadn't heard from you and I was like, it could be another one of those. So I'll start at least making notes. And I started making notes and I went, this is the, like one of the shortest lists of applicable items in a rundown ever, but every single one of them requires a heavy amount of discussion. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> there's conversation to it. Yeah. So this is both uh, short on items, long on discussion. So yes. strap so in. Str- strap in. Here we go. Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, Chris. Let's let's uh, let's be self-absorbed and let's uh, start with the news that actually involves us. We're making our yes. own news here. Uh, big announcement, and and of course we kind of knew this based upon the Ghostbusters uh, fan fest 
uh, ticket packages where they were talking about, uh, you know, DVD, special DVD, and we're like, oh, you know, yep. something's coming. But uh, Chris, you and I, we were privy to uh, one one part of this puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, so for those of you who have not heard yet, there is a 35th anniversary edition of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 that is coming to a store near you on June 11th and not, not to two months. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, right in time for the anniversary, which is uh, wonderful uh-huh. as well. So, and again, timing makes sense because of fan fest, but, uh, so, uh, this is going to be a 4k ultra HD. Um, I believe steelbook yes all new it steel book. steelbook it is a steelbook uh of both movies uh where you have never before seen special features these are all the things that we as fans uh i know all of you that are out there listening to this show have been clamoring for have been yelling for have been uh requesting at every release for uh yes the fort debt mirroring scene we knew that they, uh-huh. they found it in a storage facility uh somewhere in an undisclosed location it is found and it's on this release um in addition to five other rare and newly unearthed deleted scenes uh mm-hmm. so there's also raw takes for the central park bums sequence yep. that's uh, called out in this press release uh, f- uh, fun footage that we have never seen before. That's kind of the the theme of this uh, particular release, because there's yeah. also a 1984 Show West exhibitor reel. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, we're going to be talking about CinemaCon and Finn Wolfhard a little bit later here. Um, this actually was shown to the theater exhibitors in 1984, and it's footage of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd pitching Ghostbusters to the exhibitors in costume, mm. uh, which uh, I mean pretty pretty cool to see and of course in their true to form nature is is very funny yeah that one i'm curious if it's that bit we've seen um remember the two of them together i think when somebody filmed on the stage and they were talking about relatives being hassled yeah i think that was part of either (laughs) entertainment tonight or or the epk this is something totally different if i'm not oh is it yeah oh okay yeah um so, uh, I mean, it, it, certainly that EPK stuff may be part of that. Um, but well, the EPK stuff, they, they only did, I'm only familiar with the Ghostbusters 2 EPK, and that is also on here. They, the, the, if you're listening to this, when you get a chance, go check our social medias because for the press release, because they made, um, they really wanted to clearly delineate between all the cool new stuff, which is an insane list on its own. Yes. From the, the equally giant list of this is the stuff you've gotten in another edition included back here again. Um, yeah. They're, and so the EPK is on there. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say they're, they're really making a point that this is now like as at least as definitive as we can make it at this point in time. Um, but uh, so. Well, yeah. yeah, those deleted scenes alone are. Well, it's what everybody, like you said, it's what everybody's been waiting for. Everybody's like, oh, I don't want to go back to the well again. This is a good time to come back to the well. Uh, oh, 100%. And then so so for the first movie on top of the deleted scenes in the show West Reel, there's also the full uh, TV commercial, which we've seen that was <clears throat> yep. released with the, the video game. Uh, TV commercial outtakes, a moment with the stars EPK featurette, uh, the original domestic teaser trailer, which I'm wondering if that's the one from the Criterion um, laser disc that never made it on to any of the, the DVD or Blu-ray releases that has that 
that uh, the pre Ray Parker Jr. proto uh, theme song on it. Uh, Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, that one. Real ghosts. Yeah, real ghosts. Not those cute, cuddly ghosts. That's my hope. That's I'm hoping that's what that is. Because then there's also the original stereo audio for the feature, which is a, an interesting for for uh-huh. our, our newly christened VHS aficionados out there. That <laughs> it's suddenly retro cool to be going back to pre high definition. Uh, please be kind rewind uh days so you can listen to the stereo audio from the vhs release but there is something something about that that optical stereo mix they did it really is it yeah uh, totally and there's there's one other feature on the original movie but we'll come back to that yep uh ghostbusters 2 there's a brand new spanking commentary with uh ivan reitman Dan Aykroyd and Joe Medjuk. Joe Medjuk. Which is wonderful. This is a, a good trio to have uh, talking about Ghostbusters 2, given that, uh, you know, Dan has actually not been present on the commentaries previously, which is nope. very surprising. Um, we finally, it means we finally have a producer director commentary. Uh, well, pr- let's put it this way a producer uh, director uh, actor writer. Right. Yeah, uh, commentary for both movies now, and obviously for sad reasons, it's not it can't be Harold on can't both. Be, but yeah, exactly. We didn't get Dan previously, so here yeah. we are. So this, we have this Dan is going to be and and a commentary on Ghostbusters two, nonetheless, which is something that we have wanted never, over the years yeah. but have never gotten so we've wanted we've made ourselves <laughs> twice this is also true again hold that thought um and then um uh the oprah winfrey show which is a, a great interview with the entire cast uh that's that's a fun one that uh i think paul on spook central has has hosted for quite some time that i always yes. love going back to uh, the full Ghostbusters 2 theatrical EPK, which is great because uh-huh. uh, EPK, you're going to get sound bites from interviews. You're going to get B-roll of behind the scenes stuff that we've never seen before. Um, a rare <coughs> unfinished teaser trailer, which is featuring the uh, full commercial from the film, which I've never seen actually. So I'm, I'm no. really excited about that. And then of course the uh, original stereo audio from the feature again for our VHS retro <laughs> fans that, um, but so anyway, so, uh, and then of course the, uh, real Ghostbusters pitch concept, uh, that fan yes. restoration that, uh, Bobby eighties did, uh, has made its way onto this set as well. So, uh, which is fantastic. Can't wait to see means... that in glorious high definition. Yeah. I'm assuming, I mean, it looks pretty good online, but there's gotta be some amount of compression, etc in that version, right? Yeah, like this, this is going to be, this, this is, is going to be, be a, the real deal. Hopefully a marginally cleaner yeah. version at, 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 at the least. So, so, and this is in addition to all of the original features that were on the last uh, previous uh, Blu-ray disc. So you've got that, <clears throat> yep. uh, Reitman Ramis magic, uh, commentary, the Slimer mode, the, the original 10 deleted scenes that were on there, the featurettes, a whole mess of stuff. I mean, it, it, this is kind of turning into the criterion release, which is, is a great thing. Um, but uh, so so the news that involves us, Chris, uh, yes, uh, which is very bizarre that it's like the first thing on this press release. I, I keep seeing that. and I'm like, what? How is that the <laughs> what, first why, thing out of why, the gate? Why are we above the fold? I What's don't know. On? That doesn't make any sense to me. But, uh, but so one of the new features on the original Ghostbusters is a fan commentary featuring yourself, myself and uh, Ashley Victoria Robinson, who does the Geek History Lesson podcast, and our good friend Sean Bishop, who was uh, kind enough to uh, come. And this was all put together by uh, Ghost Corps' wonderful Eric Reich. Um, and 
uh, geographical proximity, I think really playing into this for everybody again, that's saying like, why, why you guys again, who cares about you two? Uh, yeah, it, it, we're just, we're here, we're close by. Uh, and so we, we, we pulled the, uh, the lucky straw and, uh, we were able to, uh, to do a fan commentary, which, yeah, I, I mean, we've done fan, we've done commentaries here on the podcast before and I thought yeah. I, I had some swagger. I was like, oh, we got this. We're going in there. And then there was a lot of pressure because there was a lot yeah. of you and I were talking about what would fans want to hear? What do fans already know? What do we suppose fans already know? What do we kind of have to re um, introduce fans to? Because there's a lot of things yeah. that we watch this movie and we all know. But then you think, well, if you're listening to a fan commentary, maybe you don't know a certain maybe trivia point or something. So, yeah. Um, a very fine line had to be drawn, but it was, it was great because, uh, they put us all in the same room at the same time. So, um, you know, Eric was throwing questions to us and we were all pointing out our favorite moments and, and, uh, trivia anecdotes. And, um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was so much fun. And I'm so glad we finally get to talk about it now too, because I was yeah, bursting it, it at actually, the seams. It wasn't all that long ago though. Like, well, the one thing I learned was this was, uh, something that came together fairly quickly in terms of um, what's something cool we could do for the 35th, uh, you know, release of the the movie for home video. Uh, and kind of, as I understood it, it was explained to me, it was, um, uh, you know, obviously now both movies have the creators talking about it, but they'll spend a lot of time, while you'll get to hear them talk about some behind the scenes stuff and all that, um, they won't necessarily talk about the weird minutia that right. us fans have, have fixated on over the years. Uh, and then as you said, um, especially in recent years, you know, there's always more and more fans coming to this. I would love it if the world all listened to our podcast, but you and I both know that, you know, we have a following that does not include every single Ghostbusters fan in the world. Uh, so that we can't count on them listening to our commentaries, nor can we count on them, you know, they're new. They're not uh, like some of the other uh, um, long-term fans out there that have accumulated uh, information along with us. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of tried to go in loose and, and fun and chatty and just, there was no way everything, absolutely no way everything was going to fit in. So we just kind of went with, uh, what seemed most fun to chat about and all that. And, and yeah, as you said, we both, given the time, uh, frame involved in putting it together, um, geography played into it because you and I both had a list of why didn't they ask so-and-so? Like, yeah. I was like, I, was like, like, <laughs> I want to hear Derek Osborne talk about this movie because he has all yeah. of the production stuff committed to memory or, to, or yeah. Michael Tanaka, who has all of the lore, obviously all uh, the committed lore, to memory. Or, um, um, Alex Newburn would be a good oh, one. Al to, yeah. Alex. Uh, I mean, it, um, there were a ton of people that immediately came to mind. It was like, why the hell? Why me? So, so I think that's kind of going into it. What my notes that I put together were, were like, what what would Michael Tanaka have have put into this? What would Derek have put into this? What what would yeah. those trivia anecdotes that were production and lore and and all of those things? What would those have have been? And and as you said, we put these lists together, and then you quickly forget that it's like, oh, that all yeah. happens within forty five seconds of the movie, we and we abandoned uh, so yeah. a lot of it so quickly. Um, we talked about maybe trying to like script it a bit and it's like, no, you script it, you get one sentence out. You're like, 
you know, halfway through a scene already. It's like, oh, that's not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it, yeah. I mean, half the, half the joy of it too was watching. I can't say, well, you and I, we've, we've sat and we've watched the movies together here for the podcast, but I, I have never sat with Sean and watched no. Ghostbusters. I mean, he and I, we have no. shared a love for Ghostbusters for God knows how long. And I've <laughs> and never a actually relatively sat and watched close, the... Yeah, a relatively close uh, proximity to and, one another. Yeah, <laughs> and so the wonderful thing about that is Sean, Sean pointed out a couple of things and, and I go, oh my God, I've never noticed that before. Or... You know, yeah. things we, we brought something up. I don't want to spoil it, but we brought something up uh, that that we anecdotally, ha- anecdotally have anecdotally. thought. Anecdotally. Yeah. We, we, we have thought that this was, was canon. We thought that this was like, this is the story. And then Eric out of nowhere goes, actually, guys, um, I've, I've talked to Ivan about this. That's not true. And yeah. so... Bom, bom. Uh, I mean, again, I don't. We haven't heard the final version. They they've probably edited stuff out, and stu- I, I hope that's in there. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, oh wow, I am I am learning stuff on our own thing that we are recording right here and now. Uh, yeah, and- I don't want to. I mean, your point stands. Now that I think about it, have you and I ever watched the movie together? Not, not in the same. I mean, because we recorded no. hey, the magic of podcasting. We're in two ah. different cities, but we've never actually like sat in the room and and no. seen the film together. We've never hung out um, or gone to a screening together. Or yeah, like that. I um, uh, yeah, just not to sh- tell people how the sausage is made too much, but it was quite a big. Uh, uh, it was a, basically a, an ADR room because it was all wired for running clips and uh, yeah, that's... and recording and all that. And we were placed fairly far apart, like by a, a few feet at least. So we weren't picking one another up. And yeah, the, they have final mix then. Like we're all each a channel that they can decide to what goes in, what does not, or if we're stepping on one another who had the better line sort yeah. of thing. So we don't. As of as of now, we're a little bit in the dark uh, as much as you guys about what exactly is on it. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to hear. Oh, and well, then the other added bonus to this too was so um, Ashley, who does the Geek History Lesson podcast, um, sh- she came in and it was it was great because she she she's a fan of Ghostbusters, but she's not you know uh, she's not the uh, <laughs> podcast every week about Ghostbusters kind of fan. Um, <laughs> Or have been talking about it nonstop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on a weekly basis for years. So um, the best part was she would throw out a question, and and you and Sean and Eric and I would look at each other like, "Oh, that's a good question. How do we, how do yeah. we answer that?" Um, and and she pointed out things too that, you know, when we're fixated on uh, Lewis Tully's uh, diploma and photo in the background uh, in certain things. Uh, you know, she, she's pointing out uh, something out that I've never focused on. Um, so. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. I mean, I know when people see this and, and probably think, oh, fan commentary. And so what we tried to do was avoid the stigmas of of a fan commentary of just like, I love this because it's we, we really tried to make it as, as interesting and, and engaging as we could. So, yeah, well, pre- and prepare yourselves. I, I Absolutely. Everybody's going to go, why didn't you talk about this? And I think I just need to go back to my earlier point of everything was not going to fit. There yeah, was no yeah. way everything was. We, we got, um, we got about three quarters of the way through the movie and, and through my notes, I was like, Oh, we didn't get to talk about this. And Oh, we didn't point this out. And, yeah. and I think you, maybe you said it or somebody said like, can we do like a, like a trivia track underneath this now too, <laughs> to just mention all the things that we weren't able to talk about. But um, yeah, the, anyway, I mean, the, high, the highest praise is that we finished at the end of it all. Um, and as we were stepping out the, 
the engineer in the studio uh, said, you know, uh, gave us a good job, a thumbs up. And he said, that was the most interesting session I've ever gotten to do in a while. So we're like, oh. Oh, wow. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot. We had literally had an audience of like one, which was him. <laughs> we <laughs> and did. We enjoyed had a, it. So. <laughs> yeah, there were, there were the two DVD producers, uh, the engineer, and, uh, and of course, Eric is the moderator. And yeah, I mean, the good news is we avoided all of the... Uh, the commentary uh, pitfalls of silence and awkward transitions, and I think we, we really packed it full. But but and and, and make no mistake, I we, we've talked about this because uh, again, uh, my my ego needs to talk about me. Um, <laughs> but really, I know this is this is not the big sell point of this. I I know that those deleted scenes and the show West Reel and and all of this stuff is is the big sell. But uh, but hopefully, yeah. you know, on your. 700th or your 800th viewing of Ghostbusters uh if you find the time to uh click on that track and and listen to us it's it's well worth your time so yeah that's that's the hope I'm hoping it was retained at the end we might as well bring it up now um uh just just in case for time and all that it doesn't we literally in the end credits like normally they get to the end credits and they're like what the hell is there left to talk about and we said, do you mind if we just keep uh, going? And they said, yeah, I keep going. And what we tried to do was to try to, like you and I just did now, was to bring up everybody we could think of that honestly yeah. could have swapped in for any one of us. Because at the end of the day, what we kind of agreed this was about was that uh, if you couldn't have thousands of fans in a room, you know, doing a commentary all at the same time, then we were the ones that were... Uh, we weren't the ones picked to do it. We were ones the picked to represent. Yeah, we were the, the well, proxies, guys, the, right? the surrogate proxies uh, to <clears throat> yeah represent. So yeah. yeah, so we we did our very best. I hope everybody uh, gets you know some little uh, nugget of joy out of it. And yeah, at the end, that's that's what it was. Was we were all sitting there going, man, we we did we worked real hard to do as get as much in there as we could, and and we know that we left a lot on the floor. And if it hadn't been us. You know, there was so many other people that could have uh, brought stuff to the good stuff to the table as well, and yeah. so and and as often happens with those, if we left anybody out, um, we'll, we'll buy you a beer at FanFest. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just <laughs> well, it was a good, it's so yeah. hard, it's so difficult. It There's so many a, people, it's so difficult. Uh, we got we got a lot of people. My fear is, like I said, it comes down to editing too. So yeah, if you're not there. It, uh, you were for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was there in spirit. No, no pun intended. But, um, so anyway, so, uh, this spirit. is very, some people fear it. Some people yeah. Fear. Hit it. Sure. Some people could. Okay. Wait, wait, no, that, that's all we can afford. Sure, Don't, so, no, no, we got to no, stick no. to fair use. Good evening. I'm Troy Benjamin. And I'm Chris Stewart. And I'm Troy Benjamin. And this is Ghostbusters 2020. From the Crossrip Studios around the world and into your ears, the news items that may or may not have touched your life. This is Ghostbusters 2020 with Chris Stewart and Troy Benjamin. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put everything that everybody didn't just hear at the end of the podcast, just so that Oh, there we go. So that you sure. can here, Chris, just keep going. But uh, hey, welcome to the Ghostbusters 2020 section of the news here. Um, the good news is we don't have to rapid fire any rumors because no rumors. Um, nope. And, and again, just solid re- fact. Solid facts. Solid facts, which is always wonderful to talk about. And and I do want to reiterate uh, something that came up in the Yes Have Some uh, uh, April Fools uh, episode last week. But just to put it here in the proper show, um, it's it's become the official. Uh, 
stance, uh, style guide, whatever we want to ta- uh, call it, uh, of the interdimensional uh, CrossFit podcast here, that we will not acknowledge or talk about leaks um, because that's that's not cool, man. Like I, I just yeah. I, all of this is being we have we have seen that this is all being orchestrated very very carefully. And, uh, the, the official casting that we're about to talk about right now, you can see that this was sort of a buildup to release, uh, this, this particular person. So, um, oh, yeah. so yeah, so, so if, if you're ever tuning into the show and you say, why didn't they talk about whatever it was I saw on Reddit, uh, last week, if it wasn't an official announcement, if it wasn't something that came from an official or, or a, a journalism, uh, news, uh, site, uh, yep. we, we certainly we'll we'll talk about it when it is something that we can talk about, because I know that there was some, yeah. we did get some people that were telling us about uh, location, uh, shooting, uh, that maybe may or may not be happening in September. Um, but that, again, that's, that's kind of something that is probably being kept under wraps and we just, we don't, we don't want to spoil everybody else's, uh, experience here. So, um, so anyway, yeah. so just, that, we're going to, we're going to look at everything. We're going to squint at it real hard. And if we decide that it's, uh, it doesn't hit a certain. You must be this tall to ride the the news uh, feed. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell it to go have a corn dog and <laughs> sit with its mum. If 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 while we're staring at it, if it gives us those uh, the shifty dog eyes from the Simpsons, like th- at that point, we're gonna say, I don't think that this is legit. We're not gonna talk about this. Um, and uh, and 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 I I just wanna I mean. Again, I, I want to reiterate that that is is for the experience of this movie because I really feel like this is going to be something special uh, that we, we need to have those surprises. Uh, again, my my uh, analogy is if you knew that Bill Murray was going to be in Zombieland before you went to go see Zombieland, that r- would ruin that surprise yeah. for you. So um, that's that's the kind of the 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 mentality that we have here on the crossroad, but. Um, anyway, so that aside, let's talk about the official news because there is official news. Uh, Jason Reitman has confirmed the family, the, the family with, uh, ties to the original 1984 film. Uh, and it has been rounded out. We knew about Carrie Coon, who is playing, uh, mom, single mom, raising a family. We knew about Finn Wolfhard, uh, as her son, uh, who, well, we'll talk about Finn, (laughs) momentarily here yep. but the more i see finn dude he's gotten into his rebel without a cause uh teenage phase which is very fun i'm excited to see how that plays in the movie but uh mckenna grace is the newest announcement who will be playing the youngest yeah. sibling of this new family uh she's 12 years old you may have seen her in uh, captain marvel she played the young carol danvers in all of the flashback scenes uh I haven't personally seen Haunting of Hill House yet, uh, which I know Craig pointed out to me. He's like, I feel bad. You you talked in the Yes Have Some uh, episode you guys did about not having time to watch stuff, and I'm that guy that's like, you got to watch Haunting of Hill House. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, I do need to watch that. I, and especially more so now. But uh, ha, are you familiar with McKenna at all, Chris? Uh, I guess a little bit. Because I did watch The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, so I guess in retrospect, I'm familiar with her there. Uh, she was in Captain Marvel, which I just recently saw. Wait, Let's and put it's it this tough because she doesn't have any speaking lines that I can recall either. It's, it's all sort of in Carol's <coughs> memories, uh, really yeah, you see her. Kind of, I think she has a couple somewhere. I'm trying to remember, but she, um, she's been in a whole bunch of stuff lately. Like it's quite obvious. She's like a, you know, a, a hot, uh, 
hot young actress these days uh, in landing lots of stuff. And my brain has not started to put two and two together. Um, I may be, I may be uh, child face blind. I don't know. I'm pretty good at, at, hey, it's that guy when it's, you know, like an older actor. But with kid actors, sometimes I'm just kind of like, I, it just doesn't, yeah. does not click until, you know, until like, like it took me, it took me a long time to like, what was the, uh, well, you're proving your point here. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm trying to, I was the, trying to remember what was that Spielberg movie about the kids and the aliens. And I was like, oh, this is so no, not e- going to help e. describe the, AI? no, the recent, the recent one, um. Anyways, it was one of the the one of the Fanning sisters was in it, and it basically I left the theater and went. Oh, so, oh, I uh, think that was. Are you thinking of Super Eight? Super Eight, thank you. Yeah, which was J.J. Uh, Abrams trying to be Spielberg. Spielberg, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Well, that wow. Then I really, all, of all <laughs> the data points I could have thrown out there to help get somebody to help me identify the movie. Well, but that's, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's a good point. I mean, it's, it's like the, uh, Dakota and L Fanning who were kid actors, uh, who you, you kind of were like, I know that person. And then yeah. you, you can't quite place them, but, um, yeah, I, I, so, she's been in like fuller house and, and a lot of, uh, of television and stuff like Sabrina, the teenage yeah. witch, but, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious to see. I mean, the, the cool thing here is that she is so she's the youngest of the family. Um, and as uh, as I was very quickly corrected uh, a couple weeks ago uh, when I mentioned, I was like, I think Finn Wolfhard is 16 years old. I think I think I saw him driving. I think I saw him get his license or something. Um, <laughs> we now and welcome to them. We now have a lot of Finn Wolfhard fans that are listening to the show, uh, hey. who were very quick to point out that yes, Finn is 16. Uh, so, so, uh, 12 going on 13 year old McKenna and her older brother, Finn, uh, will be, will be yeah. these two siblings. Um, and I do, I do like people, uh, gently and mildly condescendingly correcting us uh, uh, as to, <laughs> as to Finn's age. Like it's somehow weird that we're not keeping dossiers. I, yes, yes, exactly. I mean, I, I, when, when the RCMP Michael, have asked me to stop keeping dossiers. Yes, but it's on, getting uh, creepy, dude. Actors, Would you so stop it? Uh, I had to surrender so many years of hard research. <laughs> uh, anyways. Anyway. Yeah. I, I was going to say like when, when, uh, when Mr. Tanaka sends us our, our early morning emails, I usually oh, put my boy. tail between my legs and I'm like, yes, I understand. I, I got it, Michael. Yeah. Thanks man. But, but Not with, to foreshadow much, but our upcoming discussion of a certain comic that dropped this week is going to keep him busy with us, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's got, he's ready. He's got his notepad at the ready, but, um, <laughs> so anyway, I got his email already, actually. He, <laughs> no. How did ahead. that happen? You're amazing, sir. Magic. Uh, so, so the best part about this, so Jason Reitman uh, tweeted or not, he posted on his Instagram first and then derivatively that went out to uh, Twitter and stuff, but you know, putting the, these three photos of the family side by side, you get to kind of see, uh, the, the genetics, the lineage, um, very, very awesome. Um, and then right on the heels of this, uh, Mr. Finn Wolfhard himself, as we alluded to earlier, uh, he's at CinemaCon, uh, because he's got a couple of movies coming out, including it chapter two. Um, so CinemaCon, the big exhibitor, uh, festival they do in Las Vegas, where they bring in, AMC and, and United Artists and Man and all of the, the exhibitors, uh, Landmark and, and Arclight, 
here's here's our movies. Please book them in your theaters. Is basically the premise of this. But what it ends up being for us, uh, the common people, is uh, here's all the movie news that we have not seen. So that's why we've gotten Joker trailers, and uh, you know, uh, all these actors are showing up, and and uh, sh- you know they're basically showing off what these uh, movie theaters have to look forward to. So uh, Finn was talking with MTV news and uh, this is kind of what I alluded to with him being such a teenager at this point uh, because you're not going to see it because this is a, a audio podcast, obviously, but Finn is, is like, yo man, I'm on MTV. This is cool. So he's like flipping the microphone away from himself and he's got like, He's he's hit that sixteen year old like badass I'm in a band uh, status, which is is very fun. But uh, I'll play the audio and then Chris, you and I can talk about it. So here's Finn Wolfhard talking with MTV News. Another thing you can't say much about, but Ghostbusters. I cannot be more excited for this. Have you read anything, or is it still too early? Hell no, no, it's all a secret. It's like completely, you know, it's complete. I didn't even know what I was auditioning for when I auditioned really? for it. No. What were you reading? Like what kind of like was Just it generic? Generic kind of- sides of like. A guy. And I was like, okay. Why is there a ghost in this scene? Why do I have a yeah, proton pack on? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I, nothing. There's no giveaways. So that must have been a nice reveal when you got the call, like, by the way. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Whatever, man. You know, I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just whatever. flying through. I'm, I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. I'm just <laughs> really happy to see that movie television is still around. Uh, That's what the M stands for, right? Uh, yeah, movie television news. I, you know, <laughs> to be completely honest, I didn't know that MTV News was still a thing. Was still a thing. <laughs> I know it's. Um, I, I mean, that's how I found out that Kurt Cobain died. Uh, was MTV News? But I, my goodness. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so Finn, 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 God bless him. So you know the the interviewer again because now Finn has entered. We need to come up with a name for this whatever the sphere of Ghostbusters is. So whenever you're at a press junket or, or any type of event where you're being interviewed, people will bring up Ghostbusters because you are now related some way, somehow to Ghostbusters. It's like Aykroyd adjacent, but <laughs> yeah. Globally um, Ghostbusters. Glo- I don't know. Well, I, I mean, know, from the movie, it was just uh <laughs> welcome aboard. Can welcome you take aboard. these please? Yeah, Exactly. Uh, they've been handed the trap just as Winston did, and, the trap. which yeah. is funny. We'll, we'll bring that up in our, our IDW chat here in a little bit. Oh my goodness. We got, okay, we got to hurry up. So anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's kind of wonderful that he's like, yeah, I don't know. I can't talk about anything. Um, but I didn't even know that I was auditioning for Ghostbusters. So I guess that's what I'm doing now. It's just, his sort of like <laughs> blase attitude toward it. It's just, it's very funny. I, I, I mean, I know he's, he's cool. Uh, again, everybody that corrected me that he's 16 years old. Finn Wolfhard is super cool, and I love him in Stranger Things. Uh, but it is funny as a uh, 30-something to be watching him <laughs> like being cool on MTV. I, I just love it. But uh, So, yeah. So, I mean, the secrecy on this movie is huge. Uh, obviously, anybody yep. who's involved with it is... Um, has CIA like, uh, uh, clearances now at some point that they've got like the red dots on their forehead when they start talking about Ghostbusters. So anytime Finn uh, shows up, he's not going to talk about it. That's just how it is. I don't want to, this is, it's funny that we're talking about hard fact and we can still do some speculating. I'm wondering if those sides we saw a while back 
weren't actually for real now. If you recall, oh, there was the, the completely stripped of Ghostbusters sides about, uh, what was it? The younger sister uh, working on the concept of, you know, comedy and jokes and all that. Right, right. And now it's suddenly with him going, oh, yeah, I didn't even know. I was like, that, I think there's a, you could put a little bit more faith in that report that these were the sides that were used. Cause it's, yeah, you know, yeah. All of, all <coughs> of the, the blogs and people that have been reading into the postings on Actors Access about who these actors are. And, and as you say, the sides that they read during their auditions, which – Ah, man, I'm going to put a post-it note with her name on my computer monitor because it seems like every show it comes up. But the the Black Mirror actress that we talked about three or four weeks ago that had had self-taped an audition and everybody was going crazy for it. None of that dialogue is probably in the movie. That's that's no. all stuff that uh, they 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 did specifically for the security uh, purposes. But it and it does give us a little insight that they're. It looks like they're possibly, you know, auditioning when they get down to the handful they want to look at before they go final, auditioning together too. So, because yeah, they've designed yeah. scenes that, you know, are of the brother and sister talking together rather than, you know, the one of the siblings talking to somebody else that any, any, buddy in the casting uh, room could, could read out for them sort of thing. So, yeah. And, and the best part. So now we know three of the actors that are in the film. Yes, um, but that's that's not these are not the only three actors that will be in the film. That's kind of the no. wonderful thing is we we still don't know about a whole lot of this movie. So everybody that's sort of basing everything off of this familial <laughs> unit, it's like God, this could only be a, yeah. a part of it. Um, it's very exciting that what they've done is they've said we're going to make a Ghostbusters movie, and we all go yay, and then they you know they hold out like you know, the belt of, uh, Orion from men in black, this, you know, shiny little tiny little orb and go, and here's the core family. And we all go, we don't know how to link those two together. And they're like, we don't care. This is, this is the <laughs> center like, of the this movie. This is what you get guys. And yeah. we will move out from there. So it was a very interesting move to go. Here is the core of the movie that we are making for you. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it before that we're kind of excited about the, the, huge possibilities of how you can tell a Ghostbusters story by looking slightly sideways from the Ghostbusters. Um, so, and, and the thing that I'm, I'm absolutely getting now is this, this like, we have like a generational thing here, which we, we know that this is a passing of the torch. So, uh, you know, we have like mom and her kids uh, who, where's grandpa? Where is uh, grandma? Like, what, like, there's that uh, other or, additional, or more to the point, who is grandma? And who grandpa? Is, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> or yeah, it's just, oh, it's I, it's wonderful. I can't I can't wait to see how it unfolds. So uh, so stay tuned. Again, probably more news uh, coming up here in in the next couple months. Um, but uh, it has I mean, to right As right now it's all star fest. wars and then we'll get past the star wars onslaught and then we'll get into ghostbusters but um all right so let's see two two more quick news items here that are not ghostbusters 2020 related so th- thank thanks merch, everybody merch, for yeah merch. let's let's move on to merch uh let's talk about hollywood collectibles they're doing a full-scale slimer wall statue <laughs> but there's only 50 of them so um, it's slightly confused cuz let me break it down they're only making 50 of there, it's a wall statue. It's life-sized, and um, part of it is that he, he uh, Slimer's butt is affixed to like a splat of uh, of slime. That's obviously part of how you affix it to your wall. That is one in, of fifty. 
And then there are 250 others that, that are don't not come as limited. With, well, yeah, limited, five times less limited. <laughs> Let's put it, but still highly <laughs> limited. Uh, but, but what the thing is, and they, the only distinction they make is uh, it doesn't come with a plaque. And we're right. like, we don't know what that means. And they didn't tell us. Uh, and co- conversely, they didn't explain why 50 are come with a plaque and the others don't. And the only price the press release talks about is a single price. Uh, like it's possible that they just like the focus of the press release was these, these core 50 and that there was going to be 250 others that were not as exclusive and you'll find out about the price later. But it was all very confusing because the only price they threw down was that, uh, at least one of these sets, presumably the one in 50 set, 1200 yeah, smackaroos. Well, I'm not entirely surprising because Hollywood collectibles, weren't they the ones that did the life-size Slimers at the same time that NECA did theirs? They did. They did yeah. a run before. This is probably roughly it again. Uh, but they've done something special to it, which we don't know what it is other than it's got a price tag. Um, <laughs> and it's very expensive. Oof. But uh, So yeah, so check that out. Uh, Hollywood collectibles doing awesome stuff. Um, and then the other merch stuff that's uh, on, on the docket for this week is Hallmark, uh, because this is the time of the year where Hallmark shows off all of their ornaments that are coming out for the next uh, holiday season. Um, these are both re-releases, if I'm not mistaken, right, Chris? These these are, are ornaments that Hallmark has already done, but they're re-releasing them because of the popularity of them. If, I, if I do not recall the Venkman before. Was the, I am very old, but I do not recall the Venkman before. I feel like, yeah, maybe you're right, because the Ecto... So, so they have two ornaments that are coming out. It's an Ectomobile with lights and uh, Peter Venkman, which is their kind of classic character uh, uh, Christmas ornament. That's right. Um, and last year, I think we had Stay Puffed, or was it two years ago that we had Stay Puffed? My, ha- my oh, Hallmark yeah. knowledge is... Uh, is limited to the uh, Star Trek and Star Wars uh, ornaments that I collect. So unfortunately, I don't, I don't really know. And and they do so many now that it's it's so hard to keep up with with all of them. Um, but but anyway, so good news is for this holiday season. Uh, hey, Ectomobile and Peter Venkman, uh, two of the most popular uh, ornaments that you could possibly probably get for your Christmas tree, they're on the way. So, uh, make sure that, uh, again, we talked about pre-ordering your Funko O's, uh, cereal, uh, Hallmark ornaments sell out very, very, very quickly. Uh, and so if you want to make sure that you get your hands on one of these, uh, go to your, your local Hallmark and, uh, and, and put in, I think you can pre-order at least a couple of them. Um, I don't know if, if these are on the pre-order list, but, uh, but go, go spend some FaceTime with your Hallmark family. Hey, Chris and Troy. This is John from Chicago, a.k.a. Liver Stealer on Twitter. I just want to say I did pull the trigger on FanFest tickets. I went for the Saturday-only option. Um, Wizard World has been great to us kind of figuring out the whole situation with the uh, $100 deposit, which is awesome. Uh, just curious if anyone else who is going out there, anyone else who's listening, if you're going to be the only one you know that is going to be going, because uh, that's the case for myself. Um, all I really want to do is get my picture with the original Acto one So if someone's out there and would be willing to hold the camera, 
I'd be very willing to reciprocate if that's the case. Um, cool. Yeah, if you guys are around, I definitely want to buy you guys shots for being awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, see you on the other side. Bye. Hello, Chris and Troy. I am speaking calmly into a microphone, and I'm here today to talk to you about the Ontario Ghostbusters pack raffle in celebration of our 10-year anniversary. Our raffle tickets are open to anyone who'd like to own their own Proton Pack anywhere in the world. Even more exotic locations like Japan, Tahiti, and Sarasota. All you have to do is get on the electronic internet, go to our website www.ontarioghostbusters.ca and order as many tickets as we have left available. Really, buy them. Buy as many as you can. Our draw will be August 25th at 4 p.m. Our winner, if they are too busy preparing to live their best life to attend, will be contacted to let them know that their dreams have come true and they have indeed won, not just our raffle, but life as a whole. We'd like to thank our media sponsors, Ghostbusters News, and this very podcast for being of exceptional taste, intelligence, and just so darn handsome. We'd also like to thank our charities, Visions of Science, and Street Cats Animal Rescue. Thank you. Kiss kiss. Until next time, I am speaking calmly into a microphone, and I wish you would go to our website and buy a ticket to support our charities. Thank you. Did I do it? Okay, we have... All right. This, this is like last week's episode. I'm like, we have 10 minutes, Chris, and then we can keep talking for like another 20. But um, let's talk about IDW's uh, one-shot comic, the 35th anniversary release. This is the first of their uh, series of one-shots that they're doing for the anniversary, uh, focused on the Prime Ghostbusters, and and it's it's pretty awesome. So yes. this this is your spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about spoilers. We're going to keep things pretty surface level as much as we can. But um, if you have not read the issue, you might wanna you might wanna come back. Come back later. Thanks for joining <laughs> us this week. Uh, come back later. But or you know, press pause. Pick up uh, your smartphone that you may or may not be listening to this on. Get the IDW app. Buy the uh, the the uh, the issue right now oh, and follow along with us yeah i mean it's it's 399 i mean here here's how i read it and um eric dan and louis this is and tom this is no um i i don't mean this to to demean your hard work but um i got to someplace early this morning as we we're recording this and i i was sitting in the parking lot and i'm like ah i could just close my eyes and take a 10 minute nap or so. And I'm like, oh, I haven't read the IDW comic. So I can, I'm in my car and I can read the comic that I haven't read yet. This is the world that we live in now. So yes, uh, buy, buy the digital version and, and pick it up, uh, because three ninety nine, it's, it's totally worth it. And it's 22 pages of pure awesomeness. Um, all right. Are you gone? Are everybody's gone? That is avoiding spoilers. Great. Wonderful. All right. Let's talk about Atlantis because I loved Chris, I loved how this called back to the first movie. It's a, a great way to tie into the 35th anniversary. There's that uh-huh. great line of dialogue uh, where Winston remembers like, oh yeah, in my original job interview here, they asked me if I believed in the theory uh-huh. of Atlantis. Uh, and of course the, the response is, and that wasn't a hint to run away? Like, get out of here. <laughs> Why did you stay after you heard that? Well, but, yeah, exactly. 
Oh, you are crazy like us. Now we get it. <laughs> yeah. You're a wild-eyed scientist like Doc Brown. There was a great Back to the Future reference at the top of that, uh, Eric. Well done. Um, um, if we want to keep this surface. Yeah, but I also want to talk about Easter eggs because there's so yes. many. I was going to say, so many. You, you and I will each give a, a little overview of what we love about it, and then we'll go Easter egg hunting? Yeah, let's do that. Do you Do you want to start? I feel like I've been talking myself silly for some reason this episode. Do you want to how, – how did you feel about this particular issue? How is that possible? Because I'm on this episode too, and I always feel like I'm talking over you all the time. I, so. I don't know, man. I don't – Maybe it's because I was reading to Hazel before this, and I just feel like I've been uh, reading pages and pages of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell uh, on top of. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's nice and contained. Um, as, as any good one shot should be, right? Should like, be, yeah. Uh, well, well, no, because we've talked before on like the the arcs or the the limited ones. By the time we get to the end, we feel like it's just getting rolling and we want more. This one was just the right amount. Like this was like, you know, uh, writing a, an episode of the real Ghostbusters. Everything could have, would have just fit into an episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, but it's still, I mean, it's self-contained, but at the same time, it still is carrying on the serialization that they started with the this series previously. Cause you've got Janine now juggling. She's the peacock advisor. So she's got all these questions that she ordinarily right. wouldn't be throwing at them. Uh, and <laughs> complaining that uh, she has to do her job, which is always fun. Stop right. doing these things yeah, that exactly. make me have to do my job. But she's not getting paid for it. That's the other thing, too. No. That, like, she's still being paid as, uh, w- you know, uh, whatever the secretary office uh, assistant manager uh, job is, but she's not getting the extra amount that she's doing for, for, she for making g- nice. Is she not? I thought she made that part of her negotiation with, with Peacock. But this is this oh. is the wonderful thing of Janine is I think she's playing both sides. So Peacock, oh, she's getting more money from, but she's right. still giving Venkman guilt that she hasn't gotten a raise <laughs> because she's having to smooth things over with the over city. With, it, and, yes, yes, that's true. Uh, that's so a, a nice move on her part. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Double dip. Why? I mean, it is. It's 2019. You gotta. But anyway. What I think I like most about it, again, without giving anything away, is that they managed to introduce an ancient entity, bring it all to like, you know, uh, a, a story uh, culmination and then, and then, you know, wrap it all up and go like, you know what I mean? Like we didn't need to hear about you know, a whole issue of who this guy was and stuff like that. Like it just, it was just enough information that it was perfect that, oh, that's why he's here and that's why he's causing trouble. And, uh, boy, it's tough to talk without spoiling anything. Yeah. uh, I mean, I feel like we've, we've, we've thrown the spoiler alert on here. Um, so if, if you have been warned, we can, we can, we can dive in a little deeper here because, yeah, well, here's here's with okay. So minor thing is what I really liked is that we opened with my favorite, especially when it comes to the Ghostbusters, the role playing game is a solid fallback for that game system is uh, artifact at a museum is 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 uh, supernatural. <laughs> And, oh, and, well, and, and they touch and, on, it's perfect. They're like, no, it, we're gonna have to take it now, and the the doctors are all like, but what? Why? How? Uh? Yeah, but I mean, and the best part of that is it's kind of what you were talking about at the top of the show with the Jarmusch movie and the zombies is it's like we're cutting through that whole thing of the museum people 
uh, investigating the artifact and then something goes wrong goes and everybody's right. like, what's happening? Literally, the Ghostbusters are there and they're like, hey, we, we've gotten readings on this thing. Give it to us. Like, we've seen how this plays out. We don't want to go through that anymore. We know that it doesn't go well for the yeah. staff. Here's uh, the paper. Here's the paperwork. Like, We're allowed to take it. Thank you yeah. very much. And then again, once they get it back to the uh, the the fire hall, it was literally two pages. It started with, "Man, we can't find anything." And Peter going, "Here's more books that you know Janine yeah. uh, uh, said arrived that oh. hopefully we'll figure things." To which. Ray makes some comment about, you know, let's not mess around. We got to figure out something about this because this thing, like all, you know, charged artifacts is a ticking time bomb. And then Pete, you know, uh, triggers it. The at, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> at, which, at which point Ray says, well, I guess we don't have to worry about the bomb going off anymore because we're past that. Yeah. Uh, like they just, there's just like, well, this is how this stuff happens. You know that. So let's just speed it along and get to the fun bits. Oh, a hundred percent. And, and the, the wonderful thing about this too is as, Again, kind of what I was talking about with this being a 35th anniversary uh, celebration is so now you've gotten kind of equal parts of Ghostbusters 2 and the original movie here because now we start to get into Atlantis and that's kind of got ties to the original film. We've got the yeah. the art museum, the natural history museum uh, with the, the curator or the staff member who... Uh, who they cut off at the past? They're like, we've we've seen what happened to Janos. Let's let's give us that thing before something goes wrong. So yeah. within whatever it is, the first five uh, pages of the one shot, we've we've kind of done great uh, ties and allusions to the yeah. first two films, and and we're moving on. Yeah, it's uh no, it's really good stuff. Uh, I really really like it. And what I like is. For whatever reason, because I don't think his workload has decreased, there's something about the one shot that gave Dan a lot more room to go Easter egg nuts. Because I, I pretty sure this is possibly the most. Michael will correct us if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is arguably the most Easter egg heavy uh, book in the series thus far. I to mean, be honest, since, since the ongoing, I feel like Dan. Like in the ongoing, every panel he would try to like sneak <clears throat> something in there, but yeah, but like the 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 interdimensional cross rip one, there was so much going on that his in jokes were were stuff he and and Eric wrote into the story more than him hiding stuff in the background because it just seemed I don't know if it was a time thing or uh, they were juggling so much stuff and story around that his brain was just not. You know, didn't have the extra bandwidth to go. You know, it would be funny if I did this in the background, sort of thing. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly, but this one, for whatever reason, just a single comic, like page one is already like <laughs> filled with stuff, right? A hundred percent. I mean, this this was one of those where I was reading it and I go. <laughs> it's like, oh, that guy looks a lot like Richard Edlund. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is Dan's art. That yeah. is Richard Edlund. That is Richard Edlund. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Oh, not only that, wait till we get to that scene because he not only put people like right in our face, he hid people in there. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm just, oh, we got to. Well, yeah, do, so, dive, dive in. Oh, wait. So, so what you, you talked about, you talked about page one. So page yeah. one is, is we're talking about Dr. Abner Polk, uh, yeah. our, uh, our Met Antiquities, uh, representative who gets the piece of paperwork that has to, uh immediately cease and desist and hand over all of the artifacts <laughs> over to the ghostbusters which he's not happy about but uh so so easter eggs in this one what uh, what did you see uh okay well uh 
bottom uh, left, there's a Bully Boy paint can. Right. Bully yeah. Boys. Uh, that T-Rex skull uh, between Polk and Ray on that bottom panel is drippings with goo, uh, which I thought was pink goo, which is yeah. kind of a, uh, an interesting nod to back to past things. I'll need Michael's help because right above that, there's a dragon head that I'm pretty sure is referencing something. Uh, like a, Yeah, there's a couple of those, like the mannequins where you can only the see the, the legs and then there's one on the table that has sort of like robotic arms. The it it I thought that was an ATC nod. I thought that that was very much the mannequins, oh. him referencing the mannequins from Answer the Call, which I thought was funny. Possibly. I mean you get a good you get a good sense of the dragon on page two. Page two panel two where you see the dragon kind see. of like in oh. full profile. Um, uh, that that is the same dragon, oh, right? Yeah. No, that's a different dragon head. Oh yeah, you know you're right. Yeah, because no, that's Again, the same one. That's no, the same geography from where Ray was standing, and there's no because he 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 went through a door into another room oh, to I find the I artifact. Yeah, so, okay, that's a different yeah. dragon. You're right. Sorry, Michael, don't <laughs> send a correction. It's okay. This is this is what, well, or at least tell us what we're looking at. Um, yeah. well, he, what am I saying? What am I asking? He's going to do it anyways. Um, what I like is this, this only brings home the point. Dan has gone so nuts in this. You and I are arguing about two different dragon heads different in the dragons. first two pages. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, th- uh, let's see that there is the dragon head there. There's the tablet. Um, this one, not so much. Um, no, but uh, let's see here. Uh, back to the lab. We see there. Um, I don't think it was seen much in Ghost. It's in a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A, a like a. Late brain lose word makes. Um, <laughs> there's that shot from Ghostbusters Two that went out like not a lobby card but a uh, you know like a press photo or whatever, of uh, Ray and Egon with the stuff on their head. Actually, we do see that scene because they're yeah. playing like a really slowed down song from the soundtrack to the, to the jar of, uh, yeah, it's, it's pink. the, the Oingo Boingo song. We see, we see part of that, but yeah, the story yeah. book has well, like, it's Oingo it. Boingo with an extra level of, uh, yeah, yeah. Added. Uh, it's back there. Uh, there's the Ghostbusters two mug, the mug, the basic English plaque. That was the thing that stood out to me <laughs> immediately. Um, couldn't, couldn't make heads or tails of the, um, that can thingy, the red can thingy in front of the basic English. Right, Again, yeah. part of the, part of the, the thing about looking for a Dan Shoning Easter eggs is even if you can't figure out what something is, you get really good at going, that's probably a thing. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, um, well, maybe so. So rather than than us going page by page, because we already know that Michael has done this and put it up oh, on the GB fans yeah. uh, uh, forum. But what were some of your favorites? I mean, there, again, to me, the Richard Edland uh, panel stood out. But what were some of the ones that you saw and you were like, oh, Dan, oh, you beautiful man, you. <laughs> uh, that would be once they got to the uh, well. Okay. Again, Michael, please fill us in. the t- The two guys uh, when they the ecto leaves the fire hall. Yeah the the one that's really upset that the siren doesn't give any uh, authority. You're talking about that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you, you know what that is? Because I don't. I I don't. Michael's the, what, gonna the guy. Yeah. The guy kind of looks like um, so the 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 long blonde haired guy looks like somebody to me who's like, dude, breathe. Like they're probably on their way to emergency. Like that guy. Yeah. Um, 
But the, yeah, it, it's again, it feels like a Dan Schoening uh, wrote you know wrote somebody we know in the community or something uh, yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the guy that's really angry looks like Ed Asner to me. That's uh, kind of oh, where I where go. I went with it. But uh, uh, when they get to Penn Station, my favorite is right off the. So for a guy who loves using uh, Pequod's coffee all the time, yeah, yeah, he put Libby's coffee in there. That is a solid Ghostbusters 2 reference if I ever saw one. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the coffee shop when they're digging the hole in the ground, right? Uh, it's long gone, but that was a real coffee shop in L.A. Uh, so that made me feel really good. But then, yeah, we get to the next one. Again, it's just, a, you know, filled with, like, the people coming down the stairs. You're like, yeah, he put some more fans in there. The, there's Richard Edlund. Uh, up top, there's, like, a couple of more crazy characters. I'm like, Michael's going to have to tell me cause I know those, but what I love is Pete pulls the, the fire alarm and people go running up the stairs. And again, there's a couple of faces where you're like, uh-huh, that's probably somebody. Well, and, and if somebody he, on the stairs is wearing a Donatello, uh, t-shirt too, which yep. I think is, is pretty great. You get to, uh, uh, to the far side with, uh, Winston. I, I, this is, I love, I love you, Dan, uh, right to the, to the left uh, of him. This is Do the you one I was him? hoping you were going to call out. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Ahead. Well, not only that, the two above him, uh, it looks like a pair of blues brothers, uh, to me, which I liked, but right next to him, to the left of him, if I'm not mistaken, that's a professor dweeb from Slimer and the Real oh, Ghostbusters. hundred percent. It has to be. The hair and, what I, and the glasses the and hair, the trench coat. and Yes, but this is what, this is like watching like uh, Tony Hawk and them do stunts. It's like, people are like, oh yeah, you could totally see that they did a so-and-so. No, it's borderline magic. He drew that guy from behind and we yeah. all went, oh, it's Professor Dweeb. Yeah, it's Professor Dweeb. <laughs> we, he drew a character from the handful of episodes of the tail end of the show that none of us bothered to watch much uh and not only that didn't he's not he had to draw him in a realistic form not his wacky cartoon form and we all went oh yeah that's professor actually that says more about us than it does about him almost um but that was that was my that was uh you know i mean he's got twinkie references in there and all that it's just it's this is glorious like the i'm gonna keep reading this over and over again for for days just looking for stuff yeah, I'm. I'm hoping what they'll do is with after all of these one shots uh, come out, they'll do like a collected, like large format printing or something, M- much like they do with their hardcovers. Uh, yeah, as like a, a 35th anniversary special or something, so that we can see these nice. I'm you and I were pinching and and zooming on our digital copies, trying to see all of these things, obviously. But yeah, and uh, there's a couple, of, like a couple that the, the little things. I was like, I can't make that out. Yeah, I'm sure in a uh, that like uh, later on we there's um what looks to me like a concept uh, equipment sketch for uh, the sniffer from the first movie uh, uh, magnetically attached to the side of a filing cabinet. But again, I can only barely make it out because, you know, by that point it's getting a little. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but so actually yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not even so much interested in, in a, in a better quality. Pr- well, actually I do want a better quality print. Don't get me wrong. I just want somebody to like throw some money at Michael to pull out like the, you know, the, the league of extraordinary gentlemen, um, companion 
books that got written up. <laughs> yes. So as you oh, read man. through the comic, you go, oh, that's what that reference is. Oh, oh that's what that, that reference yeah. is. For, for us, the commoners who don't understand. Yeah. We, Ooh, that we jumpsuit abs- uh, that's behind, like over next to uh, uh, Peter <laughs> in that same panel that you were just talking about with Professor Dweeb. I know that jumpsuit is from something. I have no, that's that Michael, uh, the guy with his back with the weird Captain EO jumpsuit. What is Where? that? Where, um, who the are same, you talking The same panel that Professor Dweeb is in, if you, yeah. uh, all the way to the left with Peter. Yeah. There's like a, a dude in a purple, oh, like kind of a purple and an off purple jumpsuit that looks like he's right out of, you know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Like, um, I don't know what that is. It looks like Tomorrowland uh, uh, uniforms to me. Or is it that's the, is it, so specific, it's got to be something. Is it like the hero from Captain N or something like that? Oh, maybe. Captain, Captain N had a white jacket, though. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Michael, uh, I, I look forward to waking up in the morning and, and seeing the And reading, yes, that's, a, that's a, I don't want to get out of bed yet. I'm just yeah. going to read Michael's uh, I'm gonna uh, read Michael's uh, email. Email but, to us. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, this is, this is a great, and, and like you say, it all kind of wraps up uh, nice and neatly. Um, I, I mean, and actually has no, kind of a Captain fun, N. sorry. No, yeah. Ca- <laughs> Captain N is up. like, yeah, white, red, and blue, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it has such a great sort of, uh, bow tied at the end of it. And there is sort of that twist of like, I don't know, if, mm, throw the tablet to him and see what happens. Um, that, yeah. I mean, it, it all plays out really well. And I feel like we're still advancing our characters to the point where if we do have more of an, an ongoing or another miniseries or something that continues the the prime IDW verse here, yeah. uh, there's there's good stories to be told. They, um, Port they Egon use... gets possessed again. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They they use the slime to depossess him, which I thought was... Oh, oh yes. Fantastic. Uh, just seeing them in the slime blowers again. Uh, again, because they've obviously learned from their experiences. Uh, last time we encountered something like this with this, this much mojo, uh, here we are with our slime blowers. We're ready for it now. Yeah. Um, and I think what I think what I kind of like most about how it wrapped up is it didn't move on. To, it didn't set anything else up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't don't take me wrong. I don't. I'm not complaining or taking it for granted uh, that we've had this fantastic series running for several years now, and it all ties together. And quite often, the end of you know the year or an arc or something. Uh, you know, cast shadows of what's to come sort of thing, but it was really kind of nice to see them go off on an adventure and yeah, they can reference backwards. That's great. You know, it's part of the continuity, but there was no real, and, uh, you know, nobody skulking in the shadows or anything to bump, bump, for what was coming yeah, next. It was yeah. just, it was just a good, solid standalone adventure. Well, and, and I mean this, I mean this as the highest compliment, so I hope it comes off this way, but the best thing about this issue was as things were coming to a close, and as I was reading it, I was hearing the the score from real Ghostbusters because they're doing the trapping sequence. So I'm hearing that and they trap yeah. the ghost. Uh, and then there's that like kind of jokey, jovial like tag at the end as they realize like, wait, maybe things aren't quite finished yet. It it has that same sort of cadence and storytelling yep. um, um, patter to it as a real Ghostbusters episode, which again, in, in the highest form of flattery, it's like those best J. Michael Straczynski episodes where it's like, oh, that was... 
that was fun. Like they, they saved the day, they captured the ghost. And then there was a little button at the end where you realize like, Oh, not everything is as we saw it to be. Yeah. Um, if, by the way, if you two are using this to backdoor pitch, uh, uh, an IDW <laughs> Ghostbusters prime animated series, please. we're all on board. I've this. for years, you and I have been saying that, like, I think like, when they announced the animated movie, we we're like, I hope it's just the IDW animated movie. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like it's sort of like, all right, uh, Eric's going to write a script and it'll be mysteriously formatted for television. <laughs> and Dan's going to do some character sketches, which he's left to do going into a comic anyways, but they'll mysteriously be included with the script we were just talking about. And they look kind of like they're in storyboard format. Exactly. Yeah. There's no real... Dan's a pro. Dan ha- doesn't have to do the, <laughs> uh, the, the character revolve, but he just does it for reasons. Why did he do that? He's, just, <laughs> he, he's making himself more work. I um, love that this could be, in history, comics' first backdoor pilot. I, I've never yeah. heard of comics doing a backdoor pilot before. Oh, <laughs> but, my God, uh, 100%. Um, but so, uh, so at any rate, so uh, we... We did our, we had our 10, we did our 20. Um, please go pick up the Ghostbusters one shot that just came out this past week. Oh, you will not be. You know what? If you haven't been reading the comics and you're kind of like, ah, it's too late. No, this is the perfect time. Go pick this one up, spend the four bucks and you'll know, you'll get exactly a sense of what everything else is like. And I think you'll get a taste for, for it and want to go back to the other stuff. It's just perfect. Uh, as a matter of fact, if IDW wants to like bundle ash can editions, like tiny ash can editions of these that I can hand out at Halloween, I'd, oh. I'd buy those. Yes. Yeah, this is a good, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's a great primer. And if you can like you, the tone and the storytelling, uh, can I tell you a secret? Cause I'm going to yeah. tell you the secret in the hopes that, I mean, IDW doesn't listen, but occasionally, you know, other people. <clears throat> may be listening and could pass it all along. Those, uh, so free comic book day, right? You're familiar with free comic book day oh, and yeah, the comics 100%, that come out. Yeah. Um, then they expanded into Halloween and they do the half sized and they did that for uh, ghostbusters. IDW did one way back when with the mobsters, uh, probably about 10 years back, I guess close eight years back. Oh, it's been that long anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyways, t- uh, talking to comic shop guys, uh, they have to pay for those. Like they're not, it is free comic book day for us. The Halloween ones are handed out free uh, to us or kids technically. Uh, they're not free to the shop owners, but the the publishers keep the price down as much as they can. Those, um, um, uh, the little comics, they're like a, a quarter a piece to the store. And I have in the past asked for, please order me one or two bundles of, because you know you do the math on what it costs to pick up you know, a couple of, a couple of bags of, uh, uh, of candy to hand out. Do you know what I mean? All of a sudden a quarter for a comic to hand out to a kid is, is, uh, fits in the same budget sort of thing. So, you know, if IDW were to, I don't know, offer up, <laughs> let's see, 20 at 25 would be, help me out here. What, five bucks for a bundle of 20? So yeah, keep going. If you want to bundle up like hundreds, 25 bucks. For a bundle of a hundred of these things to hand out to kids, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, uh, I mean, and this what is else the book are you to give do them? it. Candy, <laughs> yeah, come no. on. 
Well, and candy too, or they'll have lots of other candy. And what are they going to read while they eat their candy, Troy? <laughs> I'm just, anyways, I'm just saying this is such a solid entry for people not familiar with this that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, more. Yeah, <laughs> like, more, please. Or at least stick a pin in it when you do another one of those $1 introductory books. Uh, you did one, they did one with uh, Ghostbusters way back when, I think possibly issue one. Uh, they reissued it. Uh, oh no, it was one of the um, one of the pre uh, Shoning era ones. I think was wasn't it? Wasn't it the Venkman uh, in Time one? Yeah, it was one of the Displaced Aggression books. I believe. Displaced Aggression books. So yeah, yeah uh, if you ever think about doing that again, and you probably will. Hey, it's your anniversary too. You're going to be doing more fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the one to offer up in a couple of years for like uh, a dollar to 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 let people taste it because this is just. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friend is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. All right, Chris, uh, we're back to our normal format, which means that... Uh, babbling too far, too long <laughs> into the night? No, no, we're still doing pretty good. We're still okay. All right. uh, but I, I finally get to give you some final thoughts, because last week I had to figure out a way to uh, to sort of pick, because Craig always ends the Yes Have Some podcast, so I had to figure out a way to, to do that uh, myself, but... I get to, I get to make you do it again this week. Yay! Uh, yay! What uh, what you got in terms of final <laughs> thoughts for this week? Oh, jeez, I don't know. It was such a crazy hectic last couple of days. Uh, I hear you. I hear uh, as you alluded to, you did the rundown uh, again this week because I'm I, I I've committed. I overcommitted again. I shouldn't have done it. But uh, so yeah, I'm, no, I'm well. shooting a big commercial out at a lake on a boat, and it's weird. Anyway, I got a lot of <laughs> stuff going on. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, I think. Oh, I, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say a good final thought is I put it on social media. If anybody is listening, is it a Dollar Tree and sees those. Um, those Ghostbuster logo book bags. Yeah. Uh, boy, let me know. <laughs> I actually, oh shoot, somebody messaged me saying they could pick it up. I think this, and I don't know if I replied oh. back. Yeah, dude, I, those are, I, I I can't, and I'm sorry because again, this is off the cuff. I don't have them in front of me, but yeah, somebody alerted us to Dollar Tree having these like tote bags, book bags. Yeah. And they uh, are they're pretty nifty. I can never remember to bring the reusable garbage bag or not garbage bags uh grocery bags into the store yeah but if i think i have if i had a set of five or six of these, i know they're not full-sized grocery bags but if i had five or six of these i'd never forget to take them into yeah. a grocery store if they were ghostbusters themed. ghostbusters ones yeah that'd be so oh and just oh 
the the nerd validation of every time you go to the grocery store, somebody goes, "Hey, cool bags," and they will every single time. And then you say, "I know." Yeah, they are. I know. And then you like uh, throw your sunglasses <laughs> on and you walk out the door because you're cool. I feel like there was something vaguely Ghostbusters related, like Ghostbusters adjacent. I was going to to get into, and you know what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Watch it. I start watching American Gods after all of our babbling there uh, last week. <laughs> As Craig put it, my borderline existential crisis uh, Craig, is like, yeah, Craig yeah. said you had an existential. You did. I I kind of worried uh, for a second because we we were trying to pair it <laughs> off of their like, you know, this is your fun stress, and then you were like, you know, as I'm getting uh, older and I'm realizing, I'm like, oh no, oh we've gone, we've gone in a totally where, different where direction going? here. Chris, come uh, back. Come back. No, I didn't mean it to sound as it. <laughs> But it was it was stressful. That was the only criteria I was given. Is it had to be stressful? Come on, jeez Louise! It's in the definition. It really is. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was basically it. If you can find those uh, Dollar Tree ones, uh, let us know. Uh, and I guess a small shout out to um, uh, the people putting EctoCon together. Oh, I know, I know something. I was that was explained to me. <laughs> um, I'll try to keep an eye out, and we'll talk about it more as it gets closer. Uh, Ecto Cruise, not on a boat. It's uh, more more uh, cruise, as in you know Eddie and the Cruisers or American Graffiti. Uh, it's uh, about fans uh, caravanning uh, on the road together oh, to go uh, meet okay. up at some event. Um, not on a boat. Not on a boat. Nah. Which means that's still open for you and me to organize. All right, um, we're still gonna we're still gonna do our cruise. That's gonna turn into the. Except Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon, uh, yeah. out at sea here. But anyway, except yeah. for except for two small problems, uh, I have a small, I would argue, completely rational fear of large bodies of open Ooh, water. Wow, that inhibits things. Yeah, okay. And um, as far as I can tell, cruise ships are nothing but uh, plague vectors waiting to happen. So uh, I just watched one sink not that long. Well, I guess it didn't finally sink, but we were. It was like the Titanic watching the. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, no. So. No. I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe you and I should stick to the road one. That sounds yeah, more my speed. We'll, we'll but anyways, on land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was basically around the point that, uh, you know, FanFest is coming up. I, I, I get the impression more people are coming, uh, than were before once the, the, the tickets, uh, were adjusted a bit there. Still waiting to hear, you know, how they may tweak things, sweeten a few things for some people that came in early, uh, that might not necessarily have, uh, done so if there was a, a lower ticket price point uh but yeah uh ecto con uh i don't know if they hit their i have to go double check i think they got real close to hitting their uh their indie uh uh go go let's put it this way they needed the, the indie go go was about putting the the rental money down on the the venue they're going to use and they basically got close enough that i'm uh it, well, it's Indiegogo, so it's flexible. It means they whatever money they got, they got, and they got so close to the number they needed that uh, it's a done deal. The, I th- the, like I said, like the, they take that money and then they basically turn around twice and you know don't have a a Starbucks for a couple of days in a row, and that last little yeah. bit of money tops it up to what they needed. So Ectocon, and they they then immediately start talking about you know just buying tickets to come in general if you haven't already. So it's a uh, trucking along and then uh you know in the american uh, midwest uh, they're literally gonna truck along on ecto cruise so hopefully we'll find out more about that yeah 
Yeah, check it. Uh, I I know EctoCon recently announced. Was it uh, Aldo Ray Estes? Is there? Uh, uh, Aldo Ray Estes. Uh, two guys. Can't remember the name. We haven't talked about something. them in ages. Uh, yeah. Dapper Dan and Eric Caffeine Addict. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I get it. Do you, well, here here's what. Do you think Aldo signs all of his autographs? Ghostbusters, all right. Like that's that's uh, he has to, right? Like what else would oh, he, he do? Oh, he has to. Ghostbusters. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, what the funny part is, is assuming he's, you know, he's done some interviews and he seems kind of down to earth about it and he's got nothing to prove to nobody because he is a, an industry professional in his, an accomplished industry professional in his own right. So yeah, you kind of got to figure if you get invited to something like this, like I'm pretty sure he sees it as a fun trip to Scotland, yeah. and 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 will happily sign everything. Ghostbusters, oh, all right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Your pal, Eldo. Um, <laughs> I a part of me wishes I could go. I know they, uh, a couple of people involved, kind of asked about it, and you know there there were some things they were able to offer, like. Uh, uh, that would help offset the cost, but it's just. Ugh, oh even man, I, like, I'd love to go to Scotland in a heartbeat. I, know. I mean, uh, my my little my, time that I was able to spend in Ireland, I was like, oh, I wish I could venture out. I wish I go to Scotland. I wish I could uh, explore Wales. Like, but well, the well, the yeah. funny part is, is after uh, my apparent nervous breakdown last week, according to Craig, did he say that? I can't remember. Um, Existential I crisis, I think. We're uh, oh, there we go. Same thing. It's really, it's just a backhanded slap is what it is. Uh, I, uh, I mentioned, like, I was kind of good for travel, except for a couple of things. Uh, forgot Scotland is complete. like, uh, hello, I kind of like, you know, seven generations back are from there. So yeah. sooner or later, I should probably go visit, visit it. But uh, uh, Well, yeah. uh, hopefully some sometime soon we'll make it out that way. And, Absolutely. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, so lots of cool stuff going on. Again, if you have any events, if you're doing fundraisers, if you're like our Ontario uh, friends and you've got something like a fun raffle going on, uh, go check that out. I, as of right now, the raffle tickets are still up for that. Um, please let us know so that we can uh, boost the signal and let you uh, all the listeners know about those those uh, particular events. Or if you are just hopping in your car and doing a road trip, uh tune us in so that we can point people toward your live streams and whatever you're doing yeah. we we want to we really want to focus on this so um let, uh, let them know where they can meet up with you along the way even right? yeah so. and uh, and again all of our love to the yes have some podcast for last week we love you guys go listen to them please go listen to the ghost heads uh, i'm sorry ghostbusters uk uh podcast they're doing some great work our german friends on spectral radio are doing some great podcasting work so uh Everybody out there in podcasting community, we all love you. And uh, please come join us next week because we're here every Monday, every single Monday, 12.01 a.m. Pacific time. We drop these episodes literally come hell or high water. I don't like yeah. Chris and I put these together uh, by the, the flying by the seat of our pants just to make sure that we get an episode out. But <laughs> we've had a couple of words, literally us screaming into a mic. Uh, I don't know. Minute, minimum effort required. And then signing off. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, but uh, uh, we're there. Yeah. We'll, we, we, we definitely get those episodes out to you guys every single Monday. So uh, please, please always tune in. We love you out there uh, until next week, Monday, 12.01 AM Pacific time. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. 
Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. It used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Insert Chris singing here. Ghostbusters are back at all brand new. Come on. No? You just gonna let me go? I'm tr- I'm trying to get myself a break here for the 2020. Part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. I'll stop <laughs> muttering. <laughs>